Welcome to the Get Fit with Masi podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Masiel from GetFitWithMasi.com. I'm an online personal trainer, Zumba instructor, and fitness educator, and I teach hundreds of women online and offline how to get snatched, burn fat, and build muscle in all the right places. Today's podcast topic is the fastest way to burn belly fat. I'm Get Fit with Masi on all social media, and if you enjoy this episode, please feel free to screenshot tag me or send me a dm if you're new to me please beware that i keep it all the way real on here which means i may or may not drop some f-bombs and cuss here and there and i tell it to you like it is because i want to see you win if you're feeling what i'm saying or have learned anything new today please share this episode with someone you think would find it helpful So you're probably listening to this podcast episode because you have some stubborn belly fat, otherwise known as muffin top, la fupa, la rueda, love handles, etc. And you've probably been eating healthy and doing a shit ton of ab workouts and cardio, hoping to see your belly fat get smaller. However, I want to keep it 100 with you. There's no such thing as spot reduction, which means that you cannot exercise a particular area of your body and make the fat from your belly go away. So it's impossible to exercise and lose the fat from that specific area, which means doing abs, ab workouts, doing crunches are actually not going to help you lose that fat. And unfortunately, we live in the age of skinny tees and plastic wraps waist trainers that are often promoted by scam artists who just want to make money off of your desperation. And so all of these quick fixes are what I like to call optical illusions. They help you fall into the trap of believing that with something that is very insignificant can actually change your body. And so wrapping yourself up in plastic is super problematic because sweat is actually your body's mechanism to cool you off. And so the fact that we trap the sweat in an effort to get rid of belly fat is a dangerous fallacy because you can pass out and it feeds into that belief that doing something very small is going to change your body when the reality is that there are three things that actually help you burn belly fat fastest and there's an order of operations to them. So it's sleep, nutrition, and training. So before I get into the nitty gritty, I do want to address some myths that are perpetuated in the gym and in the fitness industry and remind you that when you lose fat and when your body burns fat stores, it doesn't use the stores nearest the muscles being flexed. In other words, crunches don't make you lose fat around your stomach. Fat loss comes off like an entire sheet, so not only in one specific area. And science and exercise physiology has established that targeting specific areas of fat is impossible. However, the myth has largely persisted because of efforts of advertisers who don't really care if you actually lose weight. If you've purchased a waist trainer in the past, I want you to throw it away or return it because waist trainers do the exact opposite of training your waist. What they do is make your core lazy because it's acting in place of your core. In other words, they make your abs and lower back weaker because they're not able to function properly when a waist trainer is on. And so waist trainers are sold to women as a way to help you appear to have an hourglass figure. However, it's temporary. So once you take it off, that's it. It doesn't really work. So the truth is that one of the worst things that you can do to burn belly fat is to wear a waist trainer. 
And when it comes to skinny teas, I also want us to start thinking about the research because a lot of these teas are considered dietary supplements that aren't required to prove any claims on their labels. In other words, they can say that it's going to help you with the bloating and with fat loss, but there's no actual research to show that these statements are true. And according to the National Institutes of Health, Senna, which is the laxative herb used in many fit teas, um, it has insufficient evidence for weight loss. And it can actually cause stomach troubles, cramps, and diarrhea. Because remember, a lot of those teas, what they are is laxatives. They're not healthy for you and they're actually very, very damaging. So the truth is that drinking a skinny tea or any kind of tea is not going to make you lose weight and is also not going to help you burn belly fat or get abs. All right, so let's get to what actually works. Number one is sleep. Sleep is more important than diet and exercise combined. I learned this from Sean Stevenson on his podcast, The Model Health Show. He talked about how sleep was heavily influential in our emotional state and how we eat. And by sleep, he was talking about sleep quality. So when you're sleeping, your body produces human growth hormone, which is a muscle protectant. It gives you energy and also kind of like fat loss machinery. And a Stanford researcher's showed that one night of poor quality sleep led to a radical decrease of leptin. And leptin is your body's satiety hormone, which means that when you don't have leptin, your body doesn't know when it's full. And this is why it's so important to have quality sleep because sleep affects how you eat if you're an emotional eater and also your body's reaction to insulin so if your hormones are completely completely out of whack it's going to be very difficult for you to have willpower and so the whole time while you are sleep deprived you are trying to fight biology with willpower and we all know that doesn't work so in terms of getting better sleep here are some tips on how to do it you want to start sleeping in a dark room sleep somewhere that is cool and also create a sleep routine like babies like when we are getting our kids ready for bed if you have kids or you work with kids you know that they have a routine so they take a shower we put them in pajamas maybe read them a book give them some hot beverage and make sure that they're ready to rest you want to do the same thing for yourself and also make sure that you don't have any electronics in your room so something that i've been doing that has been really helpful is keeping my phone and my laptop in a separate room number two is nutrition so your diet is what helps you lose weight and your training is what helps change your body composition. So many of my clients tend to be emotional eaters and what happens is that, again, when we're not focused on where the issue's coming from, we tend to just like wanna go to the gym and skip the fundamentals and we need to build a strong foundation of proper nutrition before we go to the gym. One of my favorite personal trainers online, KinFit, talks about it like this. He asks, are you treating your body like a garbage disposal or a race car? And if you're not eating for a purpose and intentionally, consistently, you're not going to be able to see the results that you want. And so some tips for you is drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water, um, swapping unhealthy processed foods so if you're eating a lot of processed foods like refined grains or white rice crackers chips 
um, refined sugars and sweetened drinks and desserts. These things increase inflammation in your body. And so belly fat is associated with inflammation. Eating too many processed foods are going to hinder your body's ability to burn fat. So you want to start eating more natural foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and all these foods that are going to be full of natural antioxidants, which have anti-inflammatory properties that are going to help you prevent belly fat. And I want you to remember that when it comes to nutrition, it's a slow process, but quitting is not going to help speed it up. Think about it the same way you might think about learning how to play the piano. At first, it might be intimidating and you're thinking about all the things that have to go into creating the music and learning all these notes. And to learn how to play piano, it takes time, it takes practice, and after a while, you start to get better. If you keep practicing something, you are going to gain fluency. The basic skills are going to be mastered and it's going to allow you to take on newer and more exciting challenges within your nutrition and add some new recipes, but you have to start at the foundation so that you can slowly gain the confidence that you need to actually start losing the weight. And one of the ways to do this, and if you're my client or if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm always preaching about writing down what you're eating. So awareness is super important and getting things out of your head and on paper so that it's real helps you actually change your behavior changing your behavior when it comes to nutrition is going to be much easier when you can understand where it comes from and if you are not sleeping enough or if you have stress so charles duhigg explains in the power of habit that it's human nature to revert to established habits in times of stress so you want to start thinking about what food habits are getting in the way of my fitness goal so you can train as hard as you want but you will not burn belly fat if you're not focused on nutrition once you focus on nutrition and you get momentum you're going to be less likely to skip to eat shitty and to keep going because you have momentum and this is going to help your likelihood of continuing your healthy behaviors and number three is training. So you can do crunches until the cows come home, but unless you get rid of your excess fat through healthy eating and proper sleep, you are never going to get rid of all that fat. However, what you can do is to really hone in on your training once you've mastered step one and step two. So many of us start backwards and try to do the most at the gym and do cardio all week long or do a lot of ab workouts, but I want you to think about your core as larger than just your abs because that is the truth so we use our core to do a lot of different things to stand up to sit down um, and so you want to begin incorporating compound training and exercises that recruit multiple muscle groups so compound exercises give you compound results you can get more done in less time and you need to start training your body more efficiently and making sure that you're doing the right workouts and that your workouts are challenging enough. So I see a lot of women kind of going from machine to machine or doing things that they're already used to. And what happens is your body's not going to change unless you do something to shock it, unless you challenge it. And so you wanna make sure you're ramping up your workouts and not doing a lot of low intensity exercises that are not gonna give you any significant changes in your belly fat. And when you think about training, I want you to focus on training instead of exercising. So exercise and training are two fundamentally different things. So exercise is anything you want it to be that gets you hot, that gets you sweaty, that gets you tired or fatigued. And remember, being hot and sweaty 
doesn't necessarily mean that you have an effective workout or that you are burning fat. So training is not random, it's outcome-based, and it's adjusted over a period of time. In other words, it continually drives further adaptations in your body. And so training is outcome-based, and it may feel hard. Um, However, it requires focus, and it requires you to be more committed than when you're just exercising. And so training uses data, whereas exercise, it's kind of just making yourself hot and sweaty. Um, It's good for your heart. It's good for folks who need movement. Um, However, it's not good for adaptation and to change your body composition, which is what we want when we want to burn belly fat. If you have done any of the things that I've mentioned today in this podcast, I don't want you to get discouraged. I want you to get strategic and prioritize what's going to give you the fastest results, and the best bang for your buck. So you wouldn't build your dream home on top of a swamp, and you want to make sure that you're not trying to build your dream body and have yourself be your own body goals by kind of skipping all the steps and trying to do what you think is going to be most beneficial, but not what actually is. Thank you all for listening and sharing your most viable possession, which is your time. If you've learned anything new, or feel motivated, or think this was valuable, please share with one of your friends, post it on your social media, tag me, and make sure you rate this podcast on iTunes. Bye, y'all.